0: The Upstate of South Carolina is filled with many individuals, businesses, and organizations that are collectively helping to shape the Upstate as a leading place to live, learn, do business, and raise a family. My name is Dean Hebel, and I'm the Executive Director of 10 at the Top, a regional nonprofit organization with the mission of fostering collaboration and partnership around issues that impact economic vitality and quality of life. Thanks for joining me for Upstate Gems our new podcast where I will chat with Upstate influencers to learn about their journey and how they are making a difference in the Upstate. I am delighted to welcome for this session, Terrence Roberts, a man who wears many hats. He is a State Farm agent in Anderson County, mayor of the city of Anderson, chairman of the AnMed Health Board, and the current chairman of 10 at the Top, just to name a few. Terrence, welcome to Upstate Gems.
1: Thank you for having me,
0: Dean. So you are a man, as we said, who does quite a bit and has really uh, had a, a very fascinating journey to get to uh, the seat you're in now. Let's start with uh, looking back and, and uh, a little bit about your journey. Tell a little bit about, I know you grew up uh, in Anderson. Uh, tell us about you know kind of how you got to where you are now.
1: Yeah, thanks. Um, <clears throat> born and raised in Anderson, my parents were educators. My dad was a high school coach. My mom was an English teacher. And so I was a kid that went to um, school, high school with my parents, you know, and there were advantages and disadvantages of that. But maybe one of the advantages was is that they they always made sure that um, myself and my Three younger brothers, I have three younger brothers. We, um, we were not the smartest um, people, but we had to study. And so um, so I think, you know, um, just getting through um, uh, high school and I did public schools, um, I was fortunate enough to be a fairly good athlete and got a, a scholarship to a Division I school, basketball and um, enjoyed playing basketball um, at that level. Um, and um, um, after college, um, I went into my professional career. I was a, uh, right out of college, I was a claims adjuster at Allstate and then had an the opportunity 33 years ago to open up a state form agency. And so that's how I got to be a small business owner And 15 years ago, um, probably 15 and a half years ago, I started getting prodded into looking at running for public office and and decided to run for mayor of Anderson and and, um, got lucky, won. And so 15 years later, I'm still um, a state forum agent and, and, and a mayor of one of the largest cities in upstate.
0: So as I recall, your first election, I think, was was fairly tight, uh, but since then, you've been uh, fortunate. So as you said, you either uh, are doing a great job or everybody's figured out they don't want your position.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I think everybody's figured out they don't want my position. Uh, I think I do a lot. You know, as you know, I'm around a lot of tables, and I think um, the mayors that um, have done it right have always been involved in a lot of different things and I've just tried to do what I've seen done by um, mayors who've been successful leading their their cities
0: and you know I, I think you mentioned your parents and, and being educators I think that obviously was was critical uh, and, and set you up in, in a good you know situation I guess they they also as as teachers and and, you know, your dad is a coach. They taught you that giving back was a key.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, they were public servants. Uh, you know, they were responsible for um, uh, thousands of kids um, maybe going to college that wouldn't have went to college without a push. And um, through athletics or academics, uh, so as As their son, I saw them um, do stuff outside of their jobs. I mean, they were all, they they both were very involved in other civic organizations. So uh, they modeled that for us. They were very busy people. And so my brothers and I are all very busy people.
0: (laughs) So let's transition a little bit into what you do as uh, being the mayor of, of Anderson. Anderson, as you said, is. You know, depending on the day, the the second, third, or fourth largest city in uh, the Upstate. Uh, it has definitely grown quite a bit in the time you've been mayor. Um, what has been one of those challenges associated, especially around growth, that you've had to to deal with?
1: I think a lot of growth um, has occurred with people move into the region as you know I mean we've had a lot of people move to the upstate region we've had a lot of people move to Anderson I like to think of uh, a lot of Anderson as old Anderson and new Anderson we have a a lot of new people who have come in and with new people coming into your community um, that lends to growth that that lends to uh, expectations of what for example, quality of life means to um, cities and towns. And so we've had to, um, over the last couple of decades, expand um, recreation, um, green spaces, uh, bike and pedestrian trails. And so a a lot of it has to, on our end, has been to uh, encourage development and improve uh, everyone's quality of life.
0: So, in your role as mayor, you are not the day-to-day operations person. There's a, a city administrator and staff that handles that. But what is the primary role of the mayor?
1: I think I've always somewhat termed it as, uh, like a lot of us, we've all been on uh, boards, and 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 I just the mayor happens to be the chairman of the board in a sense. And you know, I'm responsible for um, running meetings, setting agendas, uh, uh, working through meetings. And I, I think one of those primary roles as a mayor is is that function. Um, as a as a mayor uh, and as a member of council, we hire um, a couple people. We, we hire a city attorney and a city manager. That's our direct responsibility. And our city manager uh, manages the the day-to-day operation and and supervises over 600 full-time employees. And as a mayor, I think I am the closest one to our city manager. And in a sense, I'm a sounding board to um, him and his team in regards to Some of the strategic actions that they take on some of the priorities that our council would would set so i'm close to that part of it, and um, I can make recommendations and say maybe not let's do this, and so I I, I do uh, we all have the ear of our city manager, but maybe in a sense, I have it a little bit as a mayor a little bit closer to that office.
0: And I guess you would also be his conduit to the community, right? As an elected official, you know, representing the the people of Anderson, you know, you're you're much more uh, engaged on a regular basis with the people than he would necessarily be. So you can you can be that that conduit.
1: It is. I, I can remember when I first um, was elected. My mother. Um, being who she was said you know on those ribbon cuttings be careful that you don't cut yourself or fall on the scissors you know a lot of the the, the things that um, a mayor does is I mean we represent the city we are um, we, we attend a lot of um, functions ceremonies um, with the public face to the community and, uh, and and that's part of that job if um If if people want to see a mayor, um, and and I I tell people this all the time, we have um, 272 mayors across the state, and probably uh, we have 46 counties and 46 county chairs, and um, I, I think the county chairs are probably the most powerful politicians. Um, in that equation, but when people come into a community, sometimes they want to see the mayor.
0: Right. And in, in your role, especially, you know, now there's a lot going on. Of course, we just are, are coming out of COVID or at least a, a little over a year past. So, so that has been an adjustment. Of some of the social unrest issues that have happened as we're taping this, it's the day after. Uh, uh, the verdict in the George Floyd uh, case came out. And I know you all had a couple protests, you know, uh, um, peaceful protests early mm-hmm. on in this. And we through 10 at the top have done some work around uh, public safety. So, you know, you're really, you know, positioned where, where you uh, uh, play an important role, as you said, being recognized as the mayor in things that are, even though you're at the local level Issues that that are bigger than just the city of Anderson.
1: It is, I think it, um, in particular, the last um, fifteen months or so. You know, during the COVID crisis um, and some of the decisions that uh, we had to make as cities, as mayors, in regards to uh, mask ordinances and um, and business license fees and. You know there 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 were a lot of small businesses that were hurt and so we had to um in this state we were forced to make some decisions in regards to the safety of of our community and uh, on top of that you had social unrest um with you know the george floyd brianna taylor Um, um, and and several others, which led to um, um, peaceful protests. We had, um, you know, a situation with um, Confederate monuments and statues and and things that are somewhat out of a mayor's control or out of a city control, but that lands squarely um, on our our doorstep. And we have to try to answer those questions and and be cognizant of, of, of the public's um, um, sentiments and feelings on that. So it, it's, it's been a, and then, you know, it just seems like something happened. I just thought about um, um, Chad Bozeman, and all of a sudden you get um, Chad Bozeman and his sudden death. And it just seems like for a while, um, every time you, I woke up on a Saturday morning, it was something else. And so um, it is just like a lot of mayors across the country in this state, it's, it's been a long year. So for people real quick who, who may be
0: listening and are not familiar, Chad Bozeman uh, was from Anderson. Uh, there, I, when I go to events in, in uh, Anderson, I, I'm almost always sitting with someone from the Bozeman family. They're a prominent family in the community. So certainly uh, he, he represented Uh, uh, Anderson very well and I thought you all did a a very touching tribute to him uh, after his passing. Thank you. So uh, before we get into the the last part, this is Upstate Gems and and I want you to take one minute real quick to tell me one of the things I think is a gem uh, in Anderson is your downtown and you've Mm -hmm. done a lot of work there uh, in the last decade. Um, The new hotel is coming and things. Spend a, a second just telling someone you know, what uh, they would, will find when they come downtown in Anderson. Yeah,
1: um, uh, I think one of the first things that people will notice is that um, it's very walkable. We have wide sidewalks, the connectivity um, from just uh, pedestrian walking is good. Um, As you mentioned, we've had Um, several big developments over the last decade that really um, have engaged the private sector to um, invest in in our central business district. Um, A couple of things that we did publicly um, is uh, infrastructure, sidewalks, streetscapes, wayfinding, lights, security. So those are things that all cities must do to have vibrant downtowns. We also took an eyesore of a building that we own and um, I guess we kind of kidnapped the, the state bird, the Carolina Wren Park, and and we developed a, a green space that is very functional and that can do a lot of different things. It's an amphitheater, it's um, uh, a splash pad for kids, uh, entertainment. And so um, we were able to do that. And, and most recently, um, and we barely got this one going right before COVID is, is that we, um, um, through a lot of good work with, with some, some of our private sector people we were able to convince um, the Hilton brand to construct a, um, a, a hotel downtown. Uh, it'll be um about 85 rooms, um uh, uh home to suites uh right in the middle of downtown. We also have built a multi-story mm-hmm. parking deck with um uh, about 350 some uh parking spaces and an amenity that we're finishing off to be able to have a, a rooftop um a public space, but um, to be able to have a rooftop restaurant, bar, those type of things. So it's kind of set us apart. We're looking forward. We, we think it will be open uh, mid-June, and so we're right around the corner for that being open. So um, it really did um, start a lot of other things that are happening as we speak. And that will be right
0: before Clemson football season.
1: So perfect oh, No timing. doubt. No doubt.
0: Okay, so I want to close with some rapid fire questions I'm going to ask you a question and and want you to spend spend no more than 20 or 30 seconds on it and there's several different ones. Um, The first one, what is something you learned and still use today from a mentor or a past colleague.
1: My friend Bill Barnett, the former mayor of Spartanburg. Um, always told me that, you know, you 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 start a project, you finish a project. That's why you keep getting, um, that's why you run every time. He said the, the thing about this business is that you always have something that you want to see through. And so um, I, I think that's true where you, um, he, but from that, he just told me to, you know, stick with the projects and finish them.
0: What is one observation or lesson you would share with someone that you're me- being a mentor for today?
1: I would say be patient. Um, think about the big picture. Um, when you're doing anything, a project or starting a job, uh, I think we we tend to um, get frustrated um, and, and want quick success. And sometimes success comes in the long haul. Who is someone
0: in your network who you can count on to be a good partner for collaborating and forming community partnerships?
1: I would say, um, obviously um, with with Anderson being the county seat, I think um, partnering in collaboration with Anderson County, um, the the county um, chairman, Tommy Dunn, Um, His administrator, Rusty Burns, Uh, we would not have been able to get done some of the things we've done, like the hotel, without the partnership of Anderson County. Great. If you
0: were emperor for a day, what is one thing about your job or sector that you would change?
1: I would say let the local election, the local elected officials um, control their own destinies sometimes with funding sources and um, we're we're closer to the people um, we would know how to spend money better and so if we if I was emperor for a day I would not um, I'd ask to have less strings attached to resources.
0: Okay what is one thing you want to make sure you accomplish before your career is over?
1: The, the one thing I want to make sure that 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 I accomplish is, is that I, w- I want to be able to say that I've left Anderson, uh, the city of Anderson, in a better place than it was uh, a decade, a couple of decades ago. And so, um, I, you know, it's that whole thing about the next project. And at some point in my career, those projects will end. And so I just want to be able to. Um, finish my career strong, and, and leave it in a good place for somebody else. You know, we always
0: uh, hear about people talking about what keeps them up at night, but what I think is important is what is what is it about your job that gets you up in the morning? What excites you and gets you going every day?
1: I think it's just the the opportunity every day to get up and make this day, the one that we're living in, the most important day of the rest of of my life. And so if I can um, speak up for people, stand up for people, if I can um, make somebody smile during the course of the day and and make relationships and connections happen, um, it's been a successful day for me. Great.
0: Well, with that, Terrence, uh, no question, you are a, a gem here in the upstate. Your community is a gem. And uh, you have have been a great uh, mentor and friend to me and to our organization. And I thank you for that. And with that, we're going to close this session of Upstate GEM.